Hi, I'm Ashley Appa. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. It's the mid-season finale Ooh. of season two of Pretty PLL. Little Liars. Ooh. Oh, welcome, everyone. Welcome. How are you, Ash? I am so well. How are you, Haley, my sweet angel? You've had a really good week. You ran, We ran each other through like the, the full details of our week yeah and we've had some Actually, good... the last two days <laughs> we just everyone listening to this the last episode was recorded two days ago which we love we get very happy because we love i don't know if you've heard of this concept it's called um friendship look it up when Crazy we concept. get to spend time even just on zoom together in a like closer succession of days it really lifts us up you know it really it's raises us up important to us andrea bocelli once said yeah. And how are you? I'm good. Uh, it's a lovely Saturday morning here in Melbourne. It's been freezing. Yeah, it has. Um, I'm kind of liking it though. I love it. Yeah. I love the winter vibes because our winters aren't horrible. We don't have horrible winters in comparison to some of our like friends in Canada. Yeah. And Shout States. out to our beautiful friends in the Northern Hemi. Um, We've got a lot of listeners that are pr- like predominantly mostly. in Canada and the States. Thank you. Why? Which we love. We love, but and thank you. Um, yeah, but it's nice love weather. It. It's canoodling weather. It's hot, chalky it weather. You know, it's actually giving rosewood. It. Oh my <laughs> god! It is giving rosewood, especially. Um, I live. There's a lot of like trees in the leafy east, the leafy east of Melbourne. Mm. Um, which I didn't really know about until I moved here, but very rosewood vibes yeah. in autumn, like big old trees. It's fall. It's fall. Ever heard of her? No. Oh, well, let me tell you all about her. The leaves change and <laughs> as do the leaves, so do the progression of plot lines in television shows, which brings us to this, the very important, very exciting mid-season finale of season Two of PLL. I feel like mid-season. I don't know. I, I I might eat my words, but I feel like mid-season finales are the best eps of PLL. I agree. Because finales have to tie like a lot up and also introduce a lot of stuff, whereas mid-season finales are just kind of like good chaos. Yes, exactly. And it's mm. like setting up more stuff that is important to the plot, but also isn't like resolved so we're like we're, we're yes. ju- there's more juice there's more we're yearning we're excited I, absolutely because i find that yeah mid-season finales and penultimate episodes of a season so not the finale but the episode beforehand mm. of teen soaps are always the best yeah and then the season finales are often hot messes because they don't they don't like meet your expectations yep anyway i love this episode and woof it was very like peak pll because we got the dolls we got the dolls we've got some dolls and they're here the dolls are here there's an iconic doll moment where you don't expect there to be a doll and then there's a doll which we'll get to dolls allowed the dolls are dolling 
The dolls are doling. I think that's the title of it. And the cops are copping. The dolls are doling. The cops are copping. And most importantly, Mm -hmm. Caleb's back. Caleb's Calebing. Oh, Caleb (laughs) is back. Oh, my God. I've missed him. I was like, where is Caleb? I miss him whenever I'm not directly looking at him, you know? Absolutely, yeah. He's always in Bring Caleb to us. Where is he? Tyler Blackburn, once again, you're always welcome on the pod. I am going to reach. I'm, I, I do want to like set aside some time to just like reach out to anyone mildly related to PLL. Yeah. And see what we get. And you know what? I think we'll get something. We actually, we absolutely will get something if we got Tyler Blackburn. And that something might be disappointment. And yeah, that's fine. Not- <laughs> that's still something. It's not going to be uh, Tyler J. Blackburn, but... We can dream. We can rally. Mm-hmm. Listeners, rally for that, please. Listeners, start the campaign. Get we're getting your DMs ready. Send them to Tyler Blackburn. Yeah. Get him on the pod. We're getting him. And now give him to us. Bring him to us. And while uh, you do that, we're going to bring you this episode. Let's go, girls. Okay, let's go, girls. So it's episode twelve of season two. Over my dead body. Ooh. I would like to hear from the 12-year-olds and what they want to say, the 12-year-olds being whoever writes the Wikipedia like descriptions of the episodes. They are important and they are doing the work. Although, as we know, often their sentence structure is weird, which is why we believe they are 12. So, And we love that. We love it. Episode 12, Over My Dead Body, was written by Ron Lagomarsino King. Great right. This episode beautifully mm-hmm. written and directed so. and directed by or have i got this i've actually gotten this in the opposite direct opposite order Ooh. so sorry so that, he was he directed it he directed so well and Great job and written by a different kind of king uh dare i say is it i marlene king oh i'm a- <laughs> is it oliver goldstick sorry. sorry is it oliver goldstick he, he, they, they write everything they, they're the last one you know so they, they're doing fine but no 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 marlene was like hey this is important and I'm important. I created this universe and I created this mid-season wow, finale. I'm Marlene Queen. I'm Marlene Queen. And this episode came out on August 30th, 2011. So happy birthday to all our August 30th birthdays. Uh, okay, famous August 30th birthdays. Here we go. We this segment for some reason and I like it. And we love lot. it. There's quite a few. Okay, BB Rexa, happy birthday for oh, August 30th. So oh, BB Rexa. Yeah. Lovely. Cameron Diaz. Did you say August 13th? You August say? 30th. Oh, 30th. August 30th. I might have said 13th. No, 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 yeah. you didn't. I just like wasn't concentrating. Warren Buffett. Okay. Not not good, but um, it is his birthday. Peggy Lipton. Yeah. That's Rashida Jones's mum. Yeah. Slay. And also a, a very famous model and actress and singer in her own right. And those are all the people that I recognize. And, you know, obviously. Andy Roddick. Oh, Tennis. Ever Joanna heard of Brady it? from Unreal. Oh, okay. So many more than what we realized. No, no, no. Um, I feel like Cameron Diaz is like... Cameron Diaz is the best one, you know? I guess like, yeah, that's that's the big get. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you, Cam. Cameron, and to anyone else born on August 30th, especially yeah. anyone born August 30th, 2011. And now... Absolutely. Oh, you're a baby. You're a baby. And we accept you, baby. Baby. It is time okay. to get into it. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> A has given each of the four girls a task to save Dr. Sullivan. They each receive wind-up dolls, doll era, that speak out their missions. 
Arya's task is to get rid of Jackie with proof of Jackie's plagiarism. Spencer must break up with Toby in order to keep him safe from A. Hannah must stop her father's wedding by telling Isabel about her parents' affair. Emily has to follow A's directions and winds up getting trapped in a barn with a car engine running. Emily passes out and is later saved from the death of carbon monoxide. I said that so weird. Carbon monoxide poisoning by A. Sorry, I got distracted by the Wendy Williams of it all. And dragged out of the barn. Emily has a conversation with Alison in a dream. Emily then wakes up to find the other three girls beside her. Emily notices shovel. Emily notices a shovel that hadn't been present when she arrived at the barn. A message on the shovel reveals that <laughs> a message on the shovel reveals the coordinates of Dr. Sullivan's location in the forest. The four assume that Dr. Sullivan was buried alive, but when they dig up the quote burial ground end quote, they only find her boots and a dummy. They are cornered by the police and taken into custody. Garrett gives Jenna the missing page five of Allison's autopsy report, which he plans for Jenna to burn and seemingly reveals that they planned everything. And then, of course, there's an A ending where A meets Dr. Sullivan at a diner, gives her an envelope, and after Dr. Sullivan claims to have done everything A has asked for, leaves. I, before, I mean, look, they did really point out the important things that happen. But I feel like there's so much that's missed and I feel like they don't they don't mention the time jump. They don't mention how the incredible direction. Yeah, like, I have notes for sure. The, the 12, like, okay, yeah, insane. Hayley, can you please let us know what the, the Stan um, episode description is, the Australian streaming service? Just back on the 12-year-olds. I, like, it's so to the point and, like, we like that, sure. Um, but, yeah, they don't really talk about, like, I don't know. That was they just dive right into the dolls bit when so much happens before yeah, that. That's that's all like the last fifteen minutes of the episode, I'd say. Yeah. And then yeah, they don't talk about the time jumps, which are kind of important in watching the episode. Oh yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's hear from Stan because you know what? We stan Australian streaming service Stan. Stan. Uh Stan says they're always simple. <laughs> um Stan says, A's game takes a grave turn in the mid-season finale. Wow. And that's good. And that is good because it's vague. It's not. It's a pun. I feel like if there was one thing that they pointed out, it would be overshadowing other things that are important. Yeah. The, and it's like pun. a fun little pun. It's, it's great. Go Stan. Go Stan. Okay. So uh, let's just get into it. Yep. We open on Aria, Hannah and Spencer in an interrogation room. They're covered in mud in their pretty dresses. <gasps> Scary. Scary. Mud. Where's Emily? Where? Spooky. Is Emily is the question. I bet you they all forgot Emily wasn't there. They were like, <laughs> oh my God, there's all three of us. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Emily? <laughs> Whose presence isn't felt? Uh, and... We see through the like the one-way glass on the other side watching the girls is Garrett talking to someone. And straight away, we know who it is. It's a fucking pig it's dick. Pig. It's pig. It's giving pig. And it is, of course, Detective Wilden. Oh, my God. Oh, why is he back? And he does like, I guess, um, I associate this line with Ali, but he goes, did you miss me? Yes, he does, which I which love. Which is kind of iconic. I, like, <laughs> I was like, he wouldn't. What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. I wrote Slay Wilden. Qua- Slay, Slay Wilden. Like, I hate did him. Did you miss me? But him saying, did you miss me, is is Andrew Cunanan, and it's very good. It's it's Andrew Cunanan that everyone who is blonde in this show must return to an arc by saying, did you miss me? Absolutely. And they must quote someone 
uh, who is dead. We should have, yes. We should have said that when we returned from hiatus on this podcast. Yeah. Did you miss Did that? you miss us? Maybe when we post it, we, anyway. well, You know what? Spoiler. 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 Um, We're going to do that. Um, this was also the word homicide is said. Because Garrett and uh, Wilden are like talking about talking about what's going on, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, homicide is something, something." I just wrote homicide allegedly. So <laughs> there we go. So they're 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 talking about the girls and a murder, maybe. Woo! The next Ooh. we get. Can I just say? Yes, you can. This is an amazing cold open. Oh, this is really really good. It's super short, not so sweet, but. It's just like, because sometimes their cold opens have like kind of two scenes, like they'll have a transit. It's, this is perfect because it's like, clearly we're going to go back in time. Like we start in the interrogation room, kind of big little ice. We're going to go back. Yeah. And then, but it's just like really short. It's perfect. And Emily's not there. Oh, I loved it. It gives us lots of questions to be answered, you know? Yeah. And it just means like, you know, you're getting that episode where it's like, what we get of 12 hours earlier, eight hours, oh, just cutting yeah. to and fro. Which I is a great it. device. Love it. I it's know. I've, device. I've, I think I've talked to people about this device in terms of writing before and then be like, it's hack, it's cheesy, like no. whatever. And that's like, no, it's actually camp. It's fun. It's, it's good storytelling. It's and it's goof. intense storytelling. It's goof. You know? It's goof storytelling. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Because it means you're watching the episode knowing – at this point it's white lotus white lotus it's like three of the girls where's emily i mean and then that we'll talk about that but um i don't know it's good yeah we get the intro and then we get 12 hours earlier and then we see maya talking to emily they're in we love they're in hannah's room hannah's being a little third wheel it's very funny she like just wants to hang out she also loves maya and their friends and wants to be there and ask ask juicy questions about true north the facility that she was in um Mm. for troubled teens and she's third wheeling and she refers to herself when she realizes as the clueless goober oh clueless goober beautiful i feel like that language is you know we're getting a, a we're getting a, a look into pre-beautification Hannah. You know what I mean? Like, Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Who she really is, her essence, is is Goober. She is Goober. And I love how she's like, nice boots. I have some tr- like notes on the boots later Ooh. from the PLL wiki. Beautiful. So it's worth shouting out the boots. Slay the house down boots, mama. Slay the house down boots. Uh, Maya and Emily are starting again, but as friends, which is healthy Lovely. and good, we, we support this. And then my next note is harrowing. Toberki says to Spencer, if we had a baby, oh, what would it look like? My God. Okay, so Toberki and Spencer are talking about his old car because his mm. brakes were severed. Bit spooky, but whatever. Then, yeah, he's... And I guess <laughs> scary. It's scary watching two 16-year-olds say this. To oh, each my other. God. Yeah, and two, two 16-year-olds and like, that have, like, goals and want to, like, that's not even where they, they, they're at in their life. Why, why like, are you talking about this? Keegan Allen's acting. It's bad. It's bad in it's this scene. Bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> but writing-wise, you know, watch, because uh, I was like, this is, har- yeah, harrowing. Like, I hate this. If we had a real baby, what would, what would it, it look, look like? like? Shut, you know it's going to be hot. 
Shut you know up. it's gonna be hot. And then Spencer says, "I think hot. I would have a six pack or something," which is yeah, ha ha ha. But also, ha, ha, ha. the 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 actual important thing we learned from this scene is that Toby's brakes were cut by someone. Yeah. But so much of the dialogue is them talking about their fictional baby, and it's which, very funny. Writing, which I was like, "This is fucked." But then, because I, it's realistic dialogue, you know, teens. Well, and also because. It's kind of to set up how in love they are and how like how much he cares about her. He's thinking about a future because something's gonna spoiler happen. Spoiler alert, Chester Harry and the Hendersons him soon and like cut him off. <sighs> in the most we'll get there. She says, John um, Lith, go away. Oh Harry and the Hendersons ref. Sorry. I love that. I knew Ash, I think that's the best thing you've ever said. Thank you. Legitimately quit. I'll quit. Yeah. Right. Quit yeah. everything. You've done. You've peaked. Haley's gonna do the rest of the podcast on her own. All right, own. get off the this Zoom. The sound of me walking away. It's the best <laughs> thing I've ever heard. We can't <laughs> top it. She's out. JK, lol. I'm back. I will never leave. Anyway. Yeah, she won't. Um, <laughs> next. Oh, and I. There's one line I like. Sorry, just upon this. Oh, hideous. Spoke. We love Spoby. Don't get us wrong, guys. Yeah. We love Spoberky. Spoberky make out in truck. Spoberky make out truck. Um, but. Anyway, it was scary watching them talk about babbies. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I like that I think she's talking about her dad being like a cunt. And she's like, I don't have a choice. She says kind of I don't have a choice about like how screwed up things are or something. And he goes, I feel like we always have a choice. Beautiful. And I liked that. I love that. And I like to think that he's also talking about like his pro-choice, you know? Because they're yeah, talking about babies. Too. and he's like, All this babby talk. You know, that's All what this I bad like. talk. That's, that's my my projection onto that. Um, Absolutely, but we don't care about Spoberky because Caleb is back. Prom, prom alert. When they talked about the baby, it was a shum. This is a prom. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Although if Caleb talked about a baby, I'd be like, put one in me, governor. You know. Yeah, if Caleb and Hannah did this, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's, let's talk go. about it. Oh, He's back. They, they Caleb cuddle, kiss. They have a smooch. It's so nice. <laughs> My note is Caleb Kiss. Caleb. Caleb Kiss. Kiss. Caleb Kiss. Oh. Um. Oh God. And next. And yeah. <laughs> it's so. It's. <laughs> I love that our notes are really. <laughs> our opinions also are just always. It's, it's uh, so from good. From the highs, the highest of highs of Caleb Kiss to the, to the lowest, lowest of lows. lows of Ezra reading on a couch <laughs> at Hollis. I don't want him doing anything anywhere. Get out. Go away. <laughs> Jackie's here in his office. She's hitting on him, and he tells her that he's seeing someone. And um, you're grooming a child, but okay. Yeah, you're gr- you're at, yeah. Get out of both of these women's life. I lives found, I know, like Andrew canonically, shall we for con- canonically? Yeah, of he, Like it sounded like he's dating Arya. It sounded so because it's such an adult phrase to say I'm seeing someone. Yeah. So it was just jarring. When he said that to another adult woman. And the fact that like, she knows, oh. and I have a feeling like he knows she knows, like, right? right? Yeah, that- that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Oh, then they cheers coffees to moving on, which is bizarro because yeah. she's come in here like hitting on him. She's oh. like, yeah, to moving on, a.k.a. me moving in on your dick and balls, you. right? And they should. And they should because they're fucking of the same legal age bracket. Send my love to the Italians. They went to Europe together. Yeah, absolutely. They we saw the cool. website page post. Exactly. We saw her Miley Cyrus looking fucking profile pic. We saw it. Um, and also, 
Ezra's really lucky because everyone fucking wants to bring him coffee because he oh. walks or like around the corner or Arya's like standing at the door. I don't know, but she's got coffee. She's got a latte for him too. She's always got a coffee the size of her whole oh, head. We've all got coffees. We've all got lattes. We've all got places to be and we've all got lattes. But Ezra gets like two delivered to him on one morning. Spoiled little bitch. What's he ever done? Be a groomer? What's he ever done? Yeah, how about you instead of being a how about instead of grooming children, you go groom a dog for once. Use that grooming for good. Yeah. Go groom a dog and make yourself a coffee. Go to a barista course. You know what? Open a mobile coffee cart slash dog grooming service. I think he was gonna say open a mobile. Like a Open <laughs> like a mobile, a punch in a phone number, get some help because you're a pedophile. You're a pedophile. Next, um, Aria gets a text. Mm. that says she's still alive with a picture of Dr. Sullivan and she's holding up that day's newspaper to show that she's like alive right now. My Juicy. newspaper, the Rosewood Observer. Uh, that's the only thing I'll observe is Rosewood. Untouched by the Murdoch media conglomerate. I feel so untouched Maybe? in Rosewood. It's probably not, honestly. I mean, who? <laughs> um, who 10 hours earlier, the girls... Ten, we cut to 10 hours earlier. So in this episode, yeah, we've got this device going. We're going back and forth between the present and a little bit closer forth. to the present every time. And the girls get one of the iconic PLL crates delivered. Oh, my God. To someone's home. And inside on the top, it says, open it or she dies. Amazing. They open it up and there's a classic serial killer piece of paper with... Uh, letters like magazine cut out yeah, yeah letters cut from different magazines that reads you have to you have until 7 p.m to save her these are my demands and what else was in the in the in the crate Haley? Hmm? dolls 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 the dolls are here let's fucking go send in the dolls send in the dolls oh the dolls are back in town oh my the dolls god. are back in town oh, the dolls, dolls are back up. in town they really pussycat are dolls oh my god josie and the pussycat dolls are here oh, one of my favorite movies me too of course rosario um, dawson slay tara reed slay rachel lee cook slay slay parker posey slay alan, alan cumming slay slay so good. The music from that is just so Donald good. Donald Faison, Slay. Slay. Also, Brecken Meyer Slay. Yeah. So everyone, you need you, a Slay. You need a and slay. if you haven't seen Josie and the Pussycats. Go get it in, you get go it Go Slay. Very funny. Oh, but the dolls. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The movie taught me. The, Josie and the Pussycats taught me about um, Consumerism. subliminal messaging and capitalism. Absolutely. Target. And it made me want to go to Target. It and it and it works. And it works. It, the subliminal message works. Um, but the music's really great. Please, please, please watch it. It's from twenty years ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very happy the dolls are here. I screamed. I screamed. You dolls. scream. We all scream for dolls. But we notice a bit One scary. Doll is not There's there. There's four girls, but three dolls. One oh. cup. One cup. And the cup is, of course, this episode. And in this episode, the dolls represent each of the girls. There's an Ari doll, there's a Spencer doll, and there's a Hannah doll. But where is Emily's doll? And this kind of correlates to those three girls being at the top of the episode in the interrogation room, but Emily's not there. Emily is left out. I feel bad because 
um, Emily's like, I didn't get a doll. They're like, yeah, well, you're lucky. And I'm like, I think this, this is bad that Emily didn't get a doll. It's bad. And also we know from, it was either one or two episodes ago was the, the text, the, the like the weakest link thing. We already know that this is the time in the show where A is purposely separating Emily and psychologically that sucks. Breaking her down. It's really sad. Um, each of the okay, so each of the dolls has okay. like a string mechanism that says something. So R is one says, "I'm going to do my creepiest doll voice." Are we ready? Please. <clears throat> it says, "Make Jackie go away." Oh, right. Chills. I have chills. They're multiplying. So, and then there's a, a picture of this paper that Jackie's about to have published, and the one that she t- it turns out she plagiarized it off. So Aria has to. You know, get that all happening. Can I just say? Of course. <laughs> which is what I always say before I just say something, which I could just say it, but I like to ask. Um, and that's on being a woman. And that's on being a woman, unfortunately. It's sad. It's really sad. Um, Fine if not. It's insane that Jackie plagiarized a whole paper or essay or whatever. Like, From like she a works journal. at a uni and... Yeah, and no I one's found uni. out. I went to uni at this time, okay, and... There is, at the time, there was, like, software where if you, like, they would scan papers and essays, and if you had, like, verbatim sentences, you would get, like, knocked for yeah. plagiarism. Was it called Intuit? Is that what it was called? I uh, maybe. I, I, can't, I don't know what it was called, but it was, like, a threat that we had. Where are all my Latrobe University alumni at? Whatever yeah, we so had. Yeah, so if you get a plagi- Also, you could just, like, type in a sentence and then, like, in quotation marks into Google on either end. And you would see verbatim that she's plagiarized. I just think it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't make any sense. But you know what? Idiot. In this, in, in the universe of this show, there's a lot. There's a lot that doesn't. So make we want to make Jackie go away, and she should because yep. she doesn't know how to plagiarize. And then Hannah's doll says, "Stop the wedding." <laughs> <laughs> With that intonation. <laughs> Stop the wedding. And then Spencer says, "Keep Toby safe." Oh. And, to- and, and Spencer's like, "Oh." Oh my God, A cut his brakes. The only way to keep him safe is to keep away from him. No, Tobin. Can I just say, okay, said it again. <laughs> say it again. Take a shot every time I ask permission to speak. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to easy- give myself permission, permission to, speak. to speak. Go on. I'm going to speak. Um, Spencer has the easiest one. Sorry. Yeah, but it's sad. It's, it's sad, and they had the bait. They had the babby chat. When you have the babby chat, you have and then the you babby suddenly chat. break up without explaining why. So sad. Arya's is like ruined a woman's career. She kind of deserves it because she's done plagiarizing that. Hannah's is like ruined like a wedding, her dad's rough. life, and then spent. I don't know. They do say in while they're talking about all these things, they realize that all the things that they have to do do get them what they want. Also. Yeah. Like Toby, Spencer does want Toby to be safe. Emma, uh, it's true. Hannah does want her dad to not get married to Isabel. Isabel. And uh, we do want to see Jackie like go Jackie, away. For Jackie to go yeah. away. Absolutely. Um, but I just think like Spencer doesn't have to, and like I understand that she does, but she doesn't have to Harry and the Hendersons. And if you don't know what that, it's more like that trope where, say, if I had to like keep Ash safe, it's that thing. <laughs> Where you think you have to be like, Ash, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't. And then I go cry because I do. Whereas do. I could be like, Oi, Ash, you're, I, if we're around each other, you're in danger. I gotta, we just got to separate for a little bit, Soz. Yeah, you can say that. I don't know. Communication. But also teenagers, you know. 
Teenagers, PLL, like, I get it, whatever. Uh, next, we go back to the... The interrogation, interrogation period of time, you know, present day. Yeah, yeah. And we find out that all physical evidence for Ali's body is gone. For <laughs> Ali's, like, uh, case. What the fuck? What? A bit scary. And it's like a throwaway line that Wilden says to Garrett or something, and it's like, eh. Very <laughs> important. It's super important. And then um, uh, Aria is like, I want to make a call because they all get like one call and she hasn't made hers, I think. So she's like, I want to make a call. And then she has to walk past like Garrett to make that call. And he's like, well, I'm looking. And always looking. Lucy Hale, when she gets on that phone. Acts her bum off. She acts her ass off, which is, and we know she's a great actor, but like. Yeah, she's like crying. She says, I made a terrible mistake and I need you. And it's like, she's got like the hand shaking in front of her face. It's really good. You actually, if you look really closely, if you put it in like half speed, you can see her bum fall off. Her bum falls off. Her bum falls off. The day my bum bum fell off. The day my bum. The day my bum went psycho reference for all those. The day my bum went psycho. Dale worked on that. (gasps) The TV version of that. Shout out Dale, our king. Just, we haven't had a Dale because he didn't watch the episode with me today, sad. If there's Trouble an episode of this podcast and Dale is not mentioned, was there ever an episode of this podcast? No. Exactly. So anyway, day my bum went psycho. Um, Next, we go back to six hours earlier. Jackie's at her desk at Hollis. Aria comes in. <gasps> she confronts her about the paper. Drama. And then is like, I know th- this is the truth, shows her the thing. And then... Gives her the ultimatum of you have to leave Hollis. And Jackie's and like, like, you should. Like, if you're plagiarizing a whole thing, like, you're not meant to, you're not in the right um, profession, doll. Yeah, Get out. Exactly. But also, uh-huh. Jackie's like, I'm not, t-. you can tell from her face, she's like, mm, it's a no from me, dog. It's a nah from Wabra. Yeah. Which we'll come back to. We'll come back to that. Next, ugh, Hannah and Tom make up, blah, blah. Who cares? Fuck you, Tom Marin. Actually, Hannah's wearing like this really cute pinky red like waffle dressing gown that I love. And yes. then I'm like, wait, I have this in grey. <gasps> We're going to need a side-by-side photo comparison on the Instagram for that one. You got it. <laughs> um, it was just cute. I liked it. And yeah, Tom and Hannah have a heart-to-heart. He, in this heart-to-heart, he describes a very common pattern, a very common kind of phenomena, phenomenon. Phenomenon called destructive behavior but he describes it in like this way where he's like sometimes when something good happens i just want to ruin it and that's crazy of me i don't know you wouldn't get it and i'm like it's called destructive behavior and it's a very common thing tom self-sabotage self-sabotage look it up oh go to therapy Toberky and truck is my next note Toberky and truck break up in truck very sad spencer just explain why but she does not and this is like because it cuts to like the construction yard and then it cuts to like, you know, them in the truck and it's just like silent. And then I don't remember what the opening line is, but he's like, aren't you going to say it? Or like, what? Why did you bring me? I don't know. The opening line is weird. Yeah, I agree. Um, and the act. Look, Keegan Allen's still getting there. Keegan still Allen getting is there time. the film getting there with Mary-Kate and Ashley. Keegan and... Shay Mitchell are still, they're getting there and that's okay. They're having, yeah, they're having a really hard talk and he's like, don't you trust me? And Spencer says nothing. Harry in the Henderson's moment. John Lith. She, John Lith goes away. away. Yeah. Oh, she, oh, she, 
John Lith goes away into. <laughs> she's okay. She gets out of the truck and sprints in her cardigan. She is sprinting through Rosewood. Then she like kneels down at a tree and hyperventilates. She's in the ta- she's in the clown square, lest we forget. But then who? A minute of silence, her? lest we forget for the clown square for the Founders for Day the Founders Festival. Festival of clowns. Moment of silence. She's in her Founders Day Festival clown flop era. She really is. Um, and yeah, she's hyperventilating near this tree, which is classic. But then someone in an old car, but it's not Toby in his old car. Mm. Someone in an old car sees her. Who is that person? <sighs> it's Ren Kingston. And I want to know why is he still here? What is he doing? Is he doing this residency? Is it within the six-month period of his residency in Rosewood, the smallest town of all time? Why is he watching? Why is he kind of smiling watching her? And why is he so cute? And why is he so cute? Why is he so, so cute and British? On oh, Ren. We'll get back to Ren. Next, it's the wedding. And Ari's looking hot in her, like, baby pink cocktail dress mm. and it has like that classic 2000s like black belt around it yeah someone's got someone's gonna be providing it. a black belt it's so like what a nice dress in there and this was cute at the time of like you put like a black kind of sash around things um her she has like a skull necklace and it, i don't like it she's like death to weddings you know death to because i was like oh you look so cute Ooh, no skull necklace it's a no from me and then um Ella, Kyle Richards, Montgomery walks in and apologizes. Of course, of course. Something, something. Something, something. We're not, it's not important to the plot. But what is next, in my opinion, is Caleb, the meeting of the minds. Caleb oh, and Ca- just quickly, there is something more important than my stupid Kyle Richards thing. Jackie Molina does come to the door at the Montgomery house. Oh, yes. And, um, she, and kind of threatens... Aria, she compares them to each other. She's like, you know, we're we're similar. I'm like, we are an adult. She's a child. Like, nah, don't do that to yourself. You're not a kid. And she says, the fallout of a student teacher affair has got to be a bitch. It's like, yeah, legally it is. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And Aria understands. She says, if you like, it will be so much worse for him than it will be for me. Like, think of what you're doing. <laughs> it's like, to him. We know. It's not, we know. And it's one of the first yeah, insights we get to the fact that Aria actually, okay, she does understand the implications of this. It's a jailable offence. So why are you doing it, Aria? Dumb. Poopy. Anyway, there's more wedding action going. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yes, go back to what so you were So back at the say. wedding, meeting of the minds is about to occur. Oh, Caleb is there. He's hot. He's good. Oh, and in the last episode when uh, Kate is being a little cunt to Hannah. Okay, can I say you've skipped... I'm so sorry. I have. Okay. Okay. I'm going to cut all this out. I'm going to cut so much Okay. Out. Cut that sorry, out. So sorry. Just because the next thing is Emily in the car. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Big moment. Emily is in her car. She's she's putting the GPS to go to the wedding and the GPS is like, um, actually, I'm going to take you somewhere else. And she's like, how am I going to fix it? We're going to fix it. And she turns around. Who's in the back seat, Hayley? <gasps> the dolls bring in the dolls. The doll is in the back seat. The doll. Emily doll is here and it came to terrify her. Came to terrify. And I came here to terrify. That's scary. And, and also, is it man. is it just me or does she not have to pull a string for it to talk? It just out of nowhere says this again. Doll yeah. voice. It says, oh. I'm taking you to her. Go alone. 
Yes. Right? I think so. Yeah. Also, this kind of stresses me out because she's like at an intersection and it's like, turn right. Um, and there's like a car beeping behind her. And I was like, can you like just pull over and sort this out? Like, just yeah. can you pull over? Safe. And like, be safe on the road. Do not like, play. It's okay if you just pull over for like one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's people behind you. They might have places to be too. So and also like road safety. Like, don't be like fiddling around when you're in motion. Don't be fiddling Park around. the car, pull over. You can get back on the road. I found it stress. I find road scenes stressful. Road scenes, road head, road hard, put away wet. <laughs> All things. Exactly. Stressful phrases. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so Emily's in the mix now. She doesn't have to be like sad that she's left out. Uh, she's going to get gassed at a certain point. So yeah. that's fun. She should her. be scared though. She should, she she should, should be scared. She is scared. She's not and having as a good we. time. Um, and then next, oh my God, Ren somehow like i think takes spencer home she says thank you for the lift and he's yeah. being really creepy with her she explicitly says he, he he says he wants to kiss her or something and she's like i'm desperate to kiss you and she says i don't think that's a good idea which is what that's um, a no that's a no that is enough because then her. you know what rents a kiss rents a kiss that is ren and spencer they kiss rents right i thought you were saying Renza. rent comma Rent apostrophe S. A like I was like, what is <laughs> No, Rent Haley's having a stroke. Rent's a kiss. I'm not well. He completely he ignores her. her request. She does not give consent and he kisses her. And it made me real mad. It's hard to watch because they are very attractive. And is there a small part of me that ships Ren and Spencer? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, there is. Um, but it is it, it's also like she said no. She said no. Ugh. Just like Megan Trainer, she said no. But then all good finales lead to Rosewood's church. And here we are. Mm. We're at Rosewood's church. And I've said this phrase about four times because I've kept wanting to read this note. It's not been time, but we're here. There's a meeting of the minds. And those oh. minds are Kate and mm. Caleb. Mm. Evil genius. Hot genius. In the last episode... We had uh, Kate seeing a picture of Caleb on Hannah's phone. Be like, oh my God, he's cute. And in this episode, we see her hitting on him. And he, it seems for a second. Stay away. Like he's going for it. Like she's like, you look really hot in your tux or whatever. And he like leans in towards her. And he's like, and that's a very pretty dress. And then follows it up with. But you should know but it you gives you know it gives back, you back fat. fat. Lol. Which, I mean, it's, it's look. Let's cut. Okay. Let's <laughs> to appreciate it. Let's go back to 2011. Right. And say fun line. It's like, such a Hannah. Rom- I think what I like about it is it's not it's not a Caleb line, and it I, to me it's him speaking on Hannah's behalf. Yes, because it's not like a Caleb thing. No, and also but it's like him being it's not like, okay. Hannah hasn't said this, but Hannah would say this to you. And also, back fat is completely normal, and everyone has it. it doesn't matter. You shouldn't make fun of it. Doesn't, anyone's appearance. Yeah, if we cut to current day, but like, also we fucking hate her, and we're glad we someone put her. her in a, her place in some way. Obviously, and also her and Hannah aren't they wearing the same dress? <laughs> Oh, I didn't notice as, that. As, well, they're bridesmaids. Know, they're, I, they're bridesmates. I'm not sure. The one the situation tape. where it's okay. And also, she wouldn't have back fat. But regardless, like she's. But regardless, in this is not a good insult in this current time. But let's dive back to a decade ago and just be like, boss bitch, Caleb. And I, yeah, as I said, I like it because it's it's like him speaking for Hannah. Yeah. So slay. 
Actually, while we're here, I will say, just because there's like, no, I, I'll say like something from like trivia. I'll just say it now instead. Um, apparently, um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Okay, I, Marlene King, when this episode premiered, she tweeted, Caleb delivers one of my fave PLL lines ever. And it's to Kate. So it's I, Marlene King approved. There we go. She loves it. She loves making pe- making fun of people for their back fat. <laughs> she, yeah, it's it's such a 2011 line. It really is. So we respect it at 2011, but we don't really care about it now. Yeah. We don't like it. Emily's at a shed. Hey, aren't we all? <laughs> Meeting of the minds. Emily's Emily at a and shed. a shed. um oh emily help emily help but before that actually (laughs) hannah gets a text that says she's about to run out of air yes terrifying Terrifying. oh my god and it's so she like this is where she like asks to talk to isabel mid-service it is like okay they're about to get married it's literally like do you take this man do you take this woman situation and hannah's like isabel can i talk to you she could have done this at any time. But I think it's because she got the text from A. It was A being like, if you don't True. do it now, you got to do it now. It was drama. It was drama. And we get an Isabel sighting, which is great. Yeah, of course. A beautiful angel woman. She looks great in the dress. She's stu- yeah, the she's dress hot. The last episode. And Hannah does what she has to do. Even though she doesn't want to. She's a good person. She wants her dad to be happy. But she takes Isabel into the other room and says, my dad actually fucked my mum. He fucked also, my mum. Yeah. Who is... His ex-wife, your rival. And it's it's weird because it's like she's doing a bad it yeah, she she's doing a bad thing and like kind of ruining this wedding, but he cheated. Exactly. Like he he I, did yeah, cheat on her. It's still not the wrong thing to do. It's just maybe the timing and the place, you know, you could have wait you could have you could have done it's it before still the wedding. Correct. Save them but some. But socially money not correct. Humiliation. But um yeah, look. You shouldn't let people cheat on yeah. other people. I don't think it's the right and I, thing to do. No, because I like it because when Tom, like, yeah, okay, Isabel, like, is like, oh, fuck, and kind of goes somewhere, I think. I don't know what she does. And then Tom comes in and he's like, oh, what the hell? What the heck? You know, what what, what, what are we doing? I'm sad. And Hannah, verbatim, he says that. And Hannah <laughs> shrugs and goes, she's like, she's like, shrugs. She's like, I'm sorry. And I kind of like it because I mm. thought she was going to be like, because he's like, you cheated, dude. And she is sorry, and you know she is. She's but sorry, also, but she's also like, mm, put yourself in this position. Yeah. You did this. Then she gets a text. Then she gets a text that has the coordinates, the location of where to go. The girls. 457 Grover Road. Let's go, Ash. Let's go, Grover. Let's drive. Sesame Street. Let's drive. Emily is now in the barn she's she's locked in she tries to get out and dr sullivan's oh car is there it's on and the gas is turned on and we see so much gas coming out of a car like you've never seen before in your life and it looks scary they're doing the great job great job special it's a really effects good department job. everyone did a great job on this episode we just want to say that she gets gassed she gets gassed passes out and gets dragged out of the garage by whom by whom we don't know i don't know yet. but she wakes up in a beautiful field. Um, but, but, but before she does that, oh. there is a moment where um, Toby is yelling in present day. True. In the police office uh, that he loves Spencer. And she ignores him. And the way that he's saying that he loves her is the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. And it's very cringe. Ugh. 
Keegan. Keegan. Toberk. Come on. He figures it. He'll figure it out. We'll get there. We know he gets there at this point. Toberky. We love you. We love you. And then, yes, Emily is in a field, dragged out from the the barn. And what does she see? Oh, she sees (gasps) a beautiful alley. Oh. Kind of like, you know, POV above her, stroking her hair and shit. And she says, you were always my favorite. You loved me the most. And I'm like, oh, my oh God, God, what an alley line. Alley. Narcissist cunt. But then there's another iconic line oh, she says. Oh, my God. Um, shall we say it together in maybe a British accent for no reason? Absolutely. She says, because, because two, two can, can only, only keep, keep a secret, secret if one, one of them, them is dead. Go off theme song. Go off theme song. It... <laughs> It's iconic and it feels bad. Yeah, it feels real bad. It's, but it's like iconic. Oh, we love an Alison hallucination in this house. I actually love. And Shay Mitchell looks so beautiful Like Slay here. Mitchell. Oh, Slay Mitchell. There we go. There it is. Yeah, it's I, – I love an Ali hallucination scene. I don't like Ali flashbacks, but I like Ali hallucinations. Yes, of course. Um, I love them. They're important to the, to the narrative. And the next – Jason and Peter De Laurentiis are in present day at the police station and they're talking about Jason and the will situation of last episode, if you if you remember. Yes, the will. That uh, if there's a will, there's a the way. Will and, and the will was um, that Peter went against his, like, jurisdiction is not the right word, but fun to say, of being yeah. a lawyer, like, against his code and helped Jason mm. with something. And it's like there's a secret and they're like, what are they? Are they going to keep it? You know, as the theme song was. Also, said. Jason bought the house back. He bought it. Crazy. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Where do you get it? It's hard to buy a house in this economy, <sighs> especially in Australia. Especially in Australia, which is, of course, where Rosewood is. Uh, and yep. Garrett overhears them having this conversation. Fuck off, Garrett, you nosy little bitch. You know what? Fuck off, Garrett. Rack off. Rack off. And then we get another iconic Jason saying thing about Alison that is just like, this is not even in your character. This doesn't make sense, but it is, it's funny. He says, Ali was great at keeping secrets, but oh she was God. also good at punishing people with the truth. Shut up. And then... And I love we get Jason, a, a, but shut, shut up. Shut up. We love you, but shut up. We get a, a really important, exciting morsel of like, what did, what is this going to be about? Jason asks Peter if she knows, and she being Veronica. So there's something that they all know that Veronica does know. And it's like, oh, what's this secret? What's the oh secret? What's secret? Don't keep anything from Veronica. She'll sniff it out. Don't do it, please. She got out of that basement and she'll get out your secrets. She got through cancer? She did. Alone. Alone. Well, with the help of Alex Santiago. With of the help course. of Alex, yeah. Anyway, sorry, keep going. <laughs> That's it. Ne- next, you know. Okay. <laughs> That's it from that bit. But then all the girls are at the um at the barn. They found Emily and she's like, I saw Alice. And she touches her lips. Like, oh, because yeah. she, she kissed like, her okay. in the hallucination. And she's like, she's alive. And they're like, all right, right. gas. Right. Okay. Uh, okay, off, gas. gas. queen. Go fart, gas. <laughs> Go fart, girl. And gas. then they see a shovel and Emily's like, what's that? That wasn't here before. And then Spencer gets her fucking paws all over it. And I'm stressing because I'm like, get your fingerprints Stop off touch- that. Thing. And it says you'll need this on it with coordinates. Oh, <gasps> huh? 
And then they follow the coordinates and there's a yellow tag sticking out. Ooh. And they get a text that says, she's still alive, bitches. Start digging. Start and digging. so they dig. And this is really fun because they're all like, and it's, it is, um, because they're all like screaming and digging and like, put them in the dungeon under, under, all the bitches in, in. Like it's a really frantic scene and they're getting covered in dirt, which is leading us to that opening scene. Um, but it is also, because I was like, this is crazy. And then I'm like, this is actually really true though. Like the way they're kind of like screaming, doing everything. Because it yeah. is kind of their first, they're trying to uncover like Baby's first un- uncovered dead body. Yeah. Um, and when Ashley Benson screams, oh my God, those are her boots. In like Oscar level acting. Yeah. Oh my God, like, those are her boots. Mama slay the house down is the way that I boots. interpreted it. It's so like I loved it. I loved it. I need to. I need to like cap that. It's beautiful. So good. And then, then they <gasps> dig a bit more, and what's their butt? One of the creepy Allison porcelain masks. Oh ah! my god! Terrifying. Oh, and then scary. A fucking helicopter appears. Oh, Lights come. The the, someone's there to get him, and then immediately they're like, "Fuck! A set us up they're again." Friends. Oh, silly girl. First the rat blood, now this. Oh my god! Catch a break. Dumb. Stupid. Next, Dumb. you know. Oh. We're back in the present day. This is an important, beautiful moment. It's it's yikes. Tell us, tell us, Haley, tell us. Ooh. I hope we think of the same thing. I think Ezra rocks up. Of course we are. Oh, Ezra comes. He shums. He shums. Ezra comes to the police station, um, and Ella Kyle Richards Montgomery sees him. And she's like, nah, I'm protecting Spencer Hastings, who I think you're seeing. She's wrong. She goes up to Ezra and she's like, it's a small town and people talk. Like if people, like the people are talking. Yeah. And then he, thinking that it's like Spencer and he goes, I'm in love with her. And she chews him out. She chews him out. Because he thinks that she has found out that he's trying to fuck her underage daughter and he still commits to it. And then she's like, Spencer's parents will kill you if they find out. Just walk away. And he's like, ooh. Ooh. So now he has sort of admitted to being in love with someone underage. Yes. Bad. Like, call a... I mean, yeah. In Rosewood, can you call the police? Who do you call? Ella should actually like declare this anyway, but oh, we stand yeah. um, for the show. We stand, but in real life, Ella, actually, you are fully letting down the student body by not declaring this. Yeah. But anyway, oh, next we go but to. But we stand. Her. Oh. oh my god! Jenna and Garrett are always trying to fuck when in while the, they're, they're in... like talking about like scandalous shit. They always look like they're about to. F- they're gonna sixty nine right then and there in every room they're in. In like the interrogation room, they are saying like big stuff. They're saying big exposition plot points. Mm-hmm. They're saying that in they... an interrogation room, which is pretty stupid to me. It's got to be bugged, right? It's got to have microphones. Get the bugs on get it. The bugs on it. They, they're saying that they want to get into the storage room. And they say the shovel is believed to be Ali's murder weapon. Is it? Is what the police like, say. Um, and they reveal that they, on the night of Ali's disappearance, were the ones that sent the note to Jason that says, I know what you did to try and convince him that he murdered Ali. They have page five. They have page five of the autopsy report. 
I just realized they might, I don't know if they say the shovel. Oh, yeah, that might have been a, I don't know. That's next. But they say a lot of shit. They say a lot of shit. Next is, um. Oh, and they say she deserved to die like that. Horrific. Christ, and also you're at a police station. Shush. Shut your damn mouth. Can we get some shusho? Can we get some hush? Can we get a bit of hush? My God. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. I'm fired up. This is when then uh, it is revealed that Ali was bludgeoned with something. Ooh. The police are saying they believe that it was the shovel that they found the girls with that A planted. Um, and then, hmm, Garrett hands Jenna the page five thing, as we just said, and he literally says, now there's nothing that can link us to that night. Mm. Oh, my God. And then, of course, the iconic, important A scene where Dr. Sullivan is at a diner and there's someone in front of her that's like got a coffee or something and she says, I did everything that you asked. And then like leaves and like disappears. And she gets an envelope and leaves. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, oh my God, Ellie, amazing you, character. Oh, do you remember? Sorry, you go. No, 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 no. Exactly what you're saying. Amazing character work from from, from the the uh, waitress at the diner. Called Marlene. Called Ma- based Easter off, egg. Based it's off an egg. Big egg. Um, Sorry. Do you remember when the show was coming out? The message boards, the Tumblr blogs. This piece of dialogue became an important integral clue into people trying to figure out who A was. Can you let the people know what it was? So the amazing character actor who just eats the scene, eats the episode, standout performance says, how you doing tonight, pretty eyes? (gasps) Want a piece of pie? Wild thing to say to someone, but uh, but sh- but this person is a lovable character. Like they're playing a lovable diner lady. <laughs> but I, hey, pretty eyes. Hey, pretty anyway, eyes. Ash. Okay, so I when this came out, I was I wasn't watching this live back in 2011. I was just like watching it on Mega Video. I think like I was kind of like, like just watching it alone. Yep. Um, after it came out, I believe. So, who did you think this was about? What were the message boards? Proposing. The message boards were proposing Toby. The message boards were proposing Aria, which doesn't really make a lot of sense because I guess she's got brown eyes, but I guess they're real big. She does have beautiful eyes. The message boards were proposing Ashley Marin. Oh. The message boards were because she has the prettiest eyes. And she hasn't been in this episode, which is sad. Yeah. And of course, the message boards were proposing Noel Khan. Andrew, oh, Noel has Andrew beautiful, beautiful eyes. eyes. The message boards were proposing Mona, those greenies. Yeah. The message boards were proposing, I think maybe even Hannah. Those yeah. baby blues. The message boards were going wild. The point being, the game was afoot. People were narrowing the game down. was afoot. And it was a big deal. It was a big deal to know that A has pretty eyes. And that A has pretty and eyes. You know what so that means? with ugly eyes, get out. That means you or I could be A because we've both got pretty eyes. You have stunning eyes. You have stunning eyes. No, mm, you're so nice. Love you. I love you. Um, I wish Ashley Marin was like A. Oh, I think that'd be hot. I think that would be very hot. Really hot. Torturing okay, a daughter like well, that. <laughs> that was a really good episode. It was. Oh. Wow. Can we? It was really, it was great. Can we learn some trivia, McTriv? Is it? I have a lot of kind of trivia and notes from the PLL wiki. Um, okay, so Emily's near death experience with the car in the barn. 
we're calling it a garage, my bad, um, makes her the third liar to be almost killed by A. Yep. But it was carbon monoxide, which is a first for A. Okay, great. Um, the liars in this episode look similar to the way they appear in the season two poster. In both, Woo! the girls are wearing fancy dresses covered in dirt. Yep. Great. Um, producer I, Marlene King, has confirmed that the shovel in this episode, spoiler, mm-hmm. which is it's a re- yeah, is the real murder weapon. The shovel also appears in the season two promo poster. Got a secret? Can you keep this one? This one, your shovel. Does that, as we learn more about that night, actually hold up? Let's find it. I don't. I yeah, don't remember. I, it's a not, great question. We're not actually going to discuss it now because no, it's woof. It's too much. It's too much. But I wonder if you know. Hmm. Oh. Those, next- those who have seen it all remember everything. Obviously, it won't be a spoiler for us because we have seen it all, but we just, our brains are not <laughs> no. equipped at the moment. Um, and you do know whether or not the, the, the that shovel is the final murder weapon thing. Instagram. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely integral in um, a, re- a reveal, yeah. the burying. Yeah, tr- I don't know. Listeners are probably annoyed because a lot of listeners are like super duper fans who've rewatched it a bunch of times. They're like these clowns, and I'm like, we I'm implore sorry, you remember. to remind us. We love you. I'm rewatching this for the first time in a decade. If you haven't picked up on how little <laughs> I remember, probably four years uh, for me. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you. Um, uh, when asked about her inspiration of portraying the girls as dolls in this episode, Marlene King responded on the cover of Sarah Shepard's books. She always portrays the characters as dolls. And it just came to me. Alison treated these girls as her dolls. She's manipula- manipulating them as her dolls. It just came to her. It just came to her. It just came to her the via the stimulus in which she is writing the books, writing the, writing the show based off, you know? The dolls. The dolls. The dolls just came to her. Um, this one's interesting. The person who pulls Emily out of the barn is wearing black leather lace-up boots. Allison is wearing those same boots as Emily rests her head on Allison's lap and denim jean jacket. Um, and also, there's something either later in these notes or that I just read about Maya wearing. Like, there's a lot of boot talk. Boots. A lot of black Tory Birch boot talk. Sponsored by Tory Birch. About. Something to think about Tory Birch. There's, uh, there's a lot of notes. Buckle up. Um... Mm. Yeah, that one's boring. Um, then there's the Pete, there's the Caleb line. Slaylub. Yeah. Slaylub. The two coffees Aria brings for Ezra are one size smaller than the ones Jackie brings. Oof, because she's younger. Yeah, she's babe. Oof. She's a small coffee cup because she's growing into a big coffee cup. Yeah, wow. The waitress in the diner is wearing a Marlene name tag, a possible nod to... I'm Arlene King. It's like, yeah, of, of course, course it's a it nod. Is. It's an egg. An Easter egg. A big egg. It's an egg. It's a big egg. It's going to hatch. Suck an egg. Um, Suck an egg is one of my favourite Australianisms of all time. Is it Australian or is it British? Huh? I'm going to look it Suck up. Suck an egg. I don't know. I want all of Here's our international a- uh, people who don't know. Oh, it says American. Oh. American informal. If someone tells you to go suck an egg, they're telling you in a rude way to go away. It does sound American to me. Suck an egg. Suck an egg. I love an it. An egg. An egg. Doc- hmm. 
Egg. That's right, yeah. Dr. Sullivan and A are in Lancaster, hmm. Pennsylvania, at the end of this episode. This can be deduced from examining the postcards in the diner. Ooh. This is the same place to which A sends Emily in the books in order to discover a link between Allison's disappearance and an Amish girl's murder. I want to see that. I want to see that. What the hell? You really fucked up, Marlene. You could have put Amish culture into this. We could have learned about Rumspringer. Yeah. I, Marlene King, has the mannequin from this episode standing in her office. Terrifying. I think she should have, like, the the diner outfit with the name tag in her office. I think that's cute. I think she should wear it every day of her life. Um, Then there's a thing about, like, the quote from the theme song. Boring. Um, this one is a spoiler, but I, I just, so, I don't know, skip ahead 15 or 30 seconds. Thir- let's go 30. Uh, skip ahead 30 seconds from right 30. now. Toby is pretty eyes, which means that Dr. Sullivan knew Toby was a, is the note. That seems wrong. Cause it's, he's not a at this quite, point. I found it quite baffling. He's not a at this point. Anyway, we can't, we've only we said need 30 to talk seconds. PLL wiki. Um, we need to talk. Anyway, that's... That's that. Let's go Seggies. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's I there's really like... There was even more stuff about continuity, but I didn't get into it. Okay, it's time for some Segs, some Seg roles. Who is the hottest adult in this episode? I mean, I think it might be Isabel in that dress. Isabel in that dress was hot. I think she looked great. I feel, I, think, I feel bad for her. I want someone to tell her she's hot. She just found out her fiancé cheated on her. She was stunning. Okay, you go Isabel because I agree. And then I'm also going to say the diner waitress. Marlene. Marlene because she was hot. She's charismatic and she said pretty eyes and I liked it. <laughs> the yikes of the episode. Ooh, probably still Ezra. It's always Ezra, but I think I think Ezra, the conversation with Ella. With Ella Carl Richards Montgomery. I, that was like the yikesist. That was huge yikes. Huge like yikes. he confessed to wanting to have sex with an underage person. Bad, bad man. That was the yikes. In an episode kind of like Emily got gassed. It's <laughs> a big ep. It's a big ep for gassing. It's a big ep for gas. Um... Yeah, so he is the yikes. We both agree with that. Yep. Who gets a buttercream? I think there's a few, maybe a few buttercreams to give. I want to give my buttercream to Hannah for doing the ethical thing, even though it was at the wrong time and place, I think. Of all the hard, bad things that A made them all do, that was the one that I think she knew was going to affect her, like – a relationship with her dad, the work, like that's pretty fucked. Yeah. But it was still the right thing to do. And she had the instinct yeah. to do that before. You know what I mean? And it wasn't so much like, it wasn't her coming into Isabel and being like, I don't want you to marry my dad because I want my parents back together. It was her being like, you should know that you were cheated on. I agree. Mm. I th- and also Hannah always gets a buttercream from us. Always. I want to give a buttercream to Ashley Marin, who was not present in this episode, because she got a shout out on the 2011 message boards because she has pretty eyes of course and i want to give a buttercream to ella carl richards montgomery for chewing ezra the fuck out get him out of here chew him out get him out of here we don't want him okay who needs to wait for crazy bread (laughs) everyone in the episode everyone yeah it's it's a hard one ren i would say ren 
Oh. Don't. Absolutely. Don't don't kiss someone if they say they don't want to kiss you. That's a yikes also. I, yeah, I think I, I think I have to back that. And actually, because I think it's fine when we have different ones. That I completely agree with. And um, Garrett and Jen are having an incre- incredibly incriminating conversation in like an interrogation Yeah, that's room. like the definition of wait for crazy bread. Like just get, wait like, till you get wait. home. Just get- and they're like kissing and like go wait for your crazy bread. Go wait. I've given up <laughs> explaining what that segment means. <laughs> I think. You don't need to. I don't need to. No. Um, what gave us a hard cover? What gave us a big, a, like a prom? Caleb being Caleb back. Kiss. Caleb kiss. Caleb kiss. Caleb kiss Caleb oh. back. And I didn't like what he said, but him sticking it to Kate, him being rude to Kate. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It sucked, but also it was good. It sucked, but like. If you put yourself a decade ago, you're like hot. And also like standing her. up for his girl. Standing up for his girl. Yeah. I think Yeah, it's just like hot and sexy. Soft cover. Oh, God. Everything. Um, soft cover. Gave us a soft cover. Hmm. Just so much. The baby talk. The baby talk between oh, Koberki and Oh, no. Spencer. The baby talk. That's oh. the answer. Ash, you nailed it. Be teens. Just be teens. The baby. And like. I don't think there's ever been such a great um, contender for the segment yeah, than yeah. that of like, because it's meant to be sexy and it just really. Mm, and even her response of like, oh, I don't know, it would have a six pack. Ew, I don't want a fucking Ooh. baby to have a six pack. They're meant to have giant, round, soft Belly. bellies they that you bellies. give raspberries to. You yeah, give them on their yucky. Belly. Who gets a wine from Byron? Once again, it's Ella for me. Ella was like, fuck you, Ezra. Don't yep. do this. I mean, once again, you're right in that she she really should like go to the principal or the board yeah. or something. But But in the context of the show, we give her a pass. Yes, and we give her a wine. We give her a wine. I agree with that. I want to give my wine to Dr. Sullivan as she leaves <gasps> the state. I oh my god, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry, Dr. Um, Sullivan. Just I think, she, I think the- she's paid out. She gets an envelope, so I think she's like paid. But yeah, where, wherever she's going, hope she goes to a wine bar and has a cheeky savvy bee yeah, on me. A Pinot, maybe. Or Pinot. Oh, you just said Pinot at the same time. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir, mid-sized cut. That was, oh, and there are segs. Those are the segs. That's the ep. What a joy. Oh, that was beefy. That, that was like, that was beef. That was as beefy as Spencer and Toby's potential baby. Oh. Jacked. <laughs> Wow. Jacked baby. I love Toberky that. baby. Toberky baby. Everyone remember, you can at any point after listening to an episode, just in general, send us your hot takes, your thoughts, your feelings and opinions about the show, any continuity goofs we missed, any just anything at all to our Instagram. Whatever. We love chatting with you. We love all of you. And You're all incredible. And we want to give more shout outs, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, right in. And we won't Tell give a shout out unless shout-out. you specifically say you want. We've gotten quite a few messages yeah. from people, but we've only shared the shout outs of people who have said, this is my shout out, you know? Yeah. If you've got a friend that also listens, give them a shout out. Give them a shout out. Tell your friends to listen as well. Yeah. Have a little PLL watch nights. I don't know, do whatever. Do whatever you want. You know what? <laughs> Nothing matters and we're all going to die, so do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. We love so you. So what? I'm still, still a rock, rock star. star. I got my rock moves. 
Emily with her hand in her pocket singing. Oh my God. Put me down before I have to. Put me down. Bury me with Dr. Sullivan. Over making me watch that ever again. (laughs) We will rewatch that. We have to. (laughs) And we'll love it. We'll love it. And I love you. And I love you, Haley. I love you so much. This is the best. This is always the most fun in my life. I love our listeners. I love PLL. Oh, we drag her, but we love. We drag her, but we love Marlene. We drag you, but we love. Oh, we love Marlene. We love Marlene. We love Ron. Great direction. The fam, the, the gang, you know, the, the OGs, Norman Buckley. All of Buckley. a gold stick. Don't know where you went, but we love you. We love you all and um, love your listeners. And everyone, just don't forget to um, close your damn, your damn blinds. blinds. It's not that hard. You can do it. You can do it. We believe in you. Toberky. Toberky. Gobble, gobble. Toberky in his old fucking car. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Callin' Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at paul.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.